In the black darkness of an October morning, leaving harbour in the teeth of a severe gale, the lifeboat was thrown onto a rock. In the next sea, she clawed her way off and cleared the land. In Force 9, severe southwest gale, damaged but undeterred, she drove on through the North Channel, stood by the casualty and completed her mission. During this winter, our boat made a 10-hour search, a wild goose chase, and the crew was absent from home for 11 and a half hours starting at midnight. And yet, when maroons are fired, I have to turn away volunteers. In a material world, this is not easily explained, but I call to mind a Kirkubri man who gave the recruiting officer his name, address, occupation, and when asked religion, said lifeboat. There, perhaps, lies the key to the mystery. But spirit of the lifeboat among crews, committee and branch workers is not in itself enough. We need this spirit among our supporters, among you people who, in the final analysis, make possible our very existence. The pros and cons of state control are often discussed, but invariably in these islands, the choice is a voluntary service. West Germany, after a period of state control, reverted to a voluntary system in line with Holland, South Africa, Sweden and others. All boats are costly, but a boat built to RNLI specification is extremely expensive. What we are purchasing may not be immediately apparent, but perhaps I can illustrate this. Eight years ago, in answer to red flares, my good neighbours at Port Patrick went to help a yacht, dragging her anchor some 15 miles away. In the black darkness of an October morning, leaving harbour in the teeth of a severe gale, the lifeboat was thrown onto a rock. In the next sea, she clawed her way off and cleared the land. In Force 9, severe southwest gale, damaged but undeterred, she drove on through the North Channel stood by the casualty and completed her mission. Subsequently, she went under her own power to the Clyde for inspection, and it was found that the starboard bottom was ripped wide open and the metal frames twisted, a mortal wound for any other boat. This standard of construction is the lowest acceptable to RNLI, and because of that, many men are alive today who might otherwise have been lost. And that lifeboat, the Genie, donated anonymously 15 years ago, is still in commission at Port Patrick. Regrettably, the price of a lifeboat service is not always paid in money. The institution has suffered many blows and some of the wounds are still very, very tender. There is a constant striving to improve safety standards and the non-self-writing boats will be phased out as circumstances permit. Meanwhile, as a stopgap, 36 of these boats have, fitted on the cabin top, a buoyancy bag which will inflate automatically in a capsize and right the boat. Ironical, is it not, that inflation should solve even one of our problems. Goodness knows it has created enough. The estimated expenditure for 1975 is in excess of £5 million. To some who doubt the ability of a charity, to use to the utmost advantage of the service such sums of money, 
it may be reassuring to hear a neutral opinion. J.P. Gallagher, in his book, The Price of Charity, says, and I quote, The RNLI is an extraordinary and truly unique charitable association. It is unique in that it is the only charity in Britain which fulfills and pays for all the work that falls within its sphere. The institution has been running for 150 years with supreme efficiency, and it would be freely admitted in Whitehall that no government in Britain could afford to do the job so well. Churchill said, give us the tools and we shall finish the job. That's what I am saying. In the dark days of war, his appeal was about survival. So is mine. If you care, you can help by sending your donation to me. Cox and George Davidson. Hi, I'm Danielle Obey, Chair and Co-Founder of the Black Swimming Association, BSA, a strategic partner of the RNLI. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.